Hello, I'm Marilyn Crellin, and I'd like to welcome you to Shackle Air. Mish Marilyn Crellin, as Bavaliam Kerfalcheri Udus a Clare Show, Shackle Air. To Shackle Air and a Clare, to Jikin Echol to a Shandiak Birchak Vannon. In Shackle Air, we look at some of the cultural and historic events of the island. In Shackleair last time, we heard from director Katie Angus and cast members June Brideson and Graham and Sharon Roberts about the Russian player's comedy production Secondary Cause of Death by playwright Peter Gordon. This evening, Thursday the 26th of January, is their second performance and that'll be at 7.30 in the Erin Arts Centre. Tickets are £10, but only £2 for under-18s. Their final performance will be tomorrow evening, Friday the 27th. Also tomorrow evening, Friday the 27th of January at 7.30, the Isle of Man Victorian Society will be meeting and Graham Curfee will be talking about the Queen's Pier, past, present and future. All are very welcome. It's free to subscribing members and for non-members it's just £2, including light refreshments. That'll be taking place in the Barbara Cottier Lecture Theatre at St Ninian's High School. There's parking on the site and you're asked to please use the Somerset Road entrance for both vehicular access and pedestrians. On Saturday the 28th of January, the Island Spirituality Network is hosting a meeting from 10am till 1pm at St John's Mill where the speaker will be the Reverend Professor David Wilkinson, an astrophysicist, theologian and principal of St John's College, Durham. The Reverend Professor Wilkinson is a regular contributor to BBC Radio 4's Thought for the Day. He'll be speaking on the theme, God's Gift of Science. There is no charge, but voluntary donations may be offered. Later on Saturday, the Reverend Professor Wilkinson will speak at Onken Methodist Chapel's anniversary. There'll be a bring and share supper at 6.30pm, then his presentation at 7pm, followed by stargazing on the adjacent field. All are welcome. Egatoshach, Vashinjikin Erechloivis Goylan, Faster Jew, as Faster Merach, Unsler Ellenen Furchan. Ta enema valia beg cheera, echaclerish and trash your high. Unsafogler ek archibald crajin, tigre pert sheeran. As tigre de velle nefert smuhia uns manen. Ta jj neen ashore sa crary, unsnan yoren mchown enman inid. Cordale de velle and fert jeekin lesher Ach hanel shor a sachriri ho kian rishia here as rishin chia tanalai unsa here gera as a homogenadach erin mishen vichenenem pert erin ne and fert yernach. Tijikin devel enem a valia beg chira uns gilgega tre torn pert chan beg and shale tanach erinor de rau and fert kianat rishchan vanen. Camisari Ereklistia as Fagastekastor Russian. The Erin Arts Centre, Lair Ellen and Furchan, 
will be the setting for two sections of a competition this weekend on Saturday the 28th and Sunday the 29th of January. To find out more about it, we hear from Pip Rolf of the Erin Arts Centre. We've returned to the Erin Arts Centre this week, and Pip Rolf, there's going to be a significant event coming up this weekend. Uh, there is indeed. The Young Singer of Man is back uh, after an extended hiatus and we're very pleased to have it back. We've got a, a new single round format th- this year. Uh, in, in the past there was a first round and then a final. And I think we feel that with everybody just singing two songs, a straight shootout, first, second and third at the end, it'll hopefully make it um, a more exciting event to perform in and to, to, to watch. And it also means that people don't prepare uh, work unnecessarily, that they don't get to sing. So everybody sings the songs that they prepare. You're trying to attract a broader range, perhaps, of performers. We're just trying to attract people who enjoy singing and might want to test their skills in front of an audience, really, Bob. So, I mean, we haven't expressly said that... um, a broader range of work or anything as as expected, but we've just encouraged people to um, to sing what they like and what obviously what their teachers recommend. Um, but we've got a great range this year, from the classical and traditional through to folk, pop, and there's even um, one singer has is performing something she's written herself. Our official accompanist is Madeline Kelly. So yeah, this is another thing about the, the 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 formula of the everybody has to do at least one song with Madeline, and if you require an accompanist, it's her. So basically, you know, it's it's learning to play with one person, and you're also allowed to perform one a cappella number if you choose, or you could do two with Madeline, but she is our official accompanist. Mm-hmm. That's a tremendous responsibility on her with so many competitors and all those different choices of music to have to learn. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a headache. They, they seem to have been very well organised this year. So we've asked people to send either music to us or give it directly to Madeline. And it, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, uh, uh, but it seems to have happened. So, yeah, I'm just very glad not to be in her position, really, but she seems to take it in her stride I mean she's a she's a pro <laughs> so the singers are going to take part and it's over two days so what's what's the difference between the two days okay well in the past the competition wasn't age split so theoretically you could get somebody of seven competing against somebody who was 17 um now, I was fairly precocious as a child when I did the Guild, but I think as a seven-year-old competing against somebody older than possibly 12, I'd have been terrified. So we've changed it for that, and I think it's possibly easier to judge as well when you have um, age ranges who are sort of closer to each other competing against. So the 28th is uh, 7 to 12, uh, which we're calling the junior category, and then 13 to 18 is on the Sunday, the 29th, and that's the seniors. And on the senior day, last time's winner, Evie Skillicorn, will also be performing a couple of songs for us um, while the jury make up their mind. Mm. So that kind of rounds it up. There's a nice bit of symmetry there. Mm. 
And the all-important part of of the proceedings, of course, you have to have a panel of adjudicators. Well, yeah, and again, I think we've maybe broadened the church a little bit in, in, in that respect as well. Um, we have uh, Angela Stewart in the chair, uh, Jane Corkill, Arts Council and renowned Manx singer. Uh, we have Jack Divers, star of stage and screen and everywhere else. And Christy Dehaven, who I believe you know fairly well, both from um, Manx Radio and lots of bands, etc. So hopefully we've got a nice broad range of experience um, and people who will be able to advise and appreciate different styles of music. And the history of the uh, competition goes back quite some way. Well, we've just been mugging up on this uh, in the office, haven't we? Uh, 1992, I believe it was established as part of the Mananin Festival. Now, as I understand it, the first round was run prior to the Mananin and then the final was run during Festival Week. Um, there's probably a lot of people out there, competitors and jurors who are shouting at their radios now who maybe know better than that. Um, but it was established by Barbara Gale, I believe, uh, obviously with uh, with John Bethel. We know that one of the early winners was Christine Sutcliffe. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it has a rich tradition down here. What are the competitors competing for? Well... Apart from the the huge prestige of being a young or junior singer of man, um, there is a trophy. There's one uh, which they get to keep for a year and then give back, uh, and that gets passed on. There is a trophy that they get to keep forever. And the then we have cash prizes of £150 first, £100 second, and £50 third in both categories, both classes. And Man in Music have also very kindly donated us uh, some uh, vouchers for their shop, which will be given away on the day as spot prizes. The trophies have been given by the Arts Council, and the Malcolm Dickinson Trust has very kindly provided the cash prizes for both classes. So thanks very much to all of those people for their help. What we're working on at the moment is maybe trying to get a little, uh, maybe portfolio is too strong a word, but a, a, a little set of dates together as well, so that when you win the competition, you also, the title actually, apart from you know being a great thing to win, it, it kind of means something in the way that maybe the, the bard does, where you it, it carries with it some engagements, you know, which you get to perform as a young singer. So... We're we're keeping that under wraps at the moment, i.e. it's not properly sorted out, but I, we like the idea that the 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 singer has engagements throughout the, you know, your 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 year as young singer of, of, of man. And people will be able to come along and enjoy the singing and support the young singers as well. So what are the ticket prices? It's £6. And we have a sort of £2 under 18 policy anyway. And basically all the singers, we're doing the guild thing in that all the competitors are going to be in the hall. So they'll be able to sit with family members and friends until they perform. So yeah, come down and give them all some support because I think they're all incredibly brave.
Pip Rolf of the Erin Arts Centre talking about the Young Singer of Man competition. This year divided into a junior category for 7 to 12 year olds on the afternoon of Saturday the 28th of January from 2 o'clock and a senior category for 13 to 18 year olds on the afternoon from 2 o'clock of Sunday the 29th. Chairing the panel of adjudicators is Angela Stewart. We've been hearing from Pip Rolf that the entries for the Young Singer of Man this year will be across quite a range of styles. And Angela Stewart, you're in the unenviable position, I think, for many people, of chairing the panel of adjudicators. How do you set about comparing those singers? There's certain criteria that are essentials about the voice, singing in tune, um, getting it reasonably accurate, but then the other things that go across all different sorts of genres are whether you actually communicate the song successfully, whether you actually understand the words, whether the song is appropriate for you, that sort of criteria is what we're looking for, and that goes across all different styles of music. And is there a set of criteria which are published or which are generally in use amongst adjudicators? Not really. I had a good look and uh, I found the British and International Federation of Festivals criteria, um, which are the ones that are used in the Guild. They are being revised this year, but they haven't quite finished revising them. So I'm, I am using the ones that the, the candidates will probably be fairly familiar with if they've taken part in the Guild before. So there is a score marked out of 100 and the categories are fair, moderate, merit, commended, distinction and outstanding. Um, and uh, and then there is a little bit more guidance for the judges about how they fall into those different categories. Mm. I suppose, particularly amongst the younger singers, you have to take into account that they are understandably nervous as well, I suppose, on the day. Yes, we'll do our best to make sure that the occasion is not too terrifying for them, but it's, it is always scary, even for adults, when they're going onto a stage and they know they're going to be judged. And you also know you're going to be judged by not just the judging panel, but the rest of the audience and the other competitors probably too. Uh, so yes, we'll do our best to make sure that they feel as relaxed as it's possible to be. And we will take that into account if they're inexperienced performers. And your own experience, I'm sure that inevitably when you sit down to adjudicate, you will know the youngsters who are taking part because the wealth of music of events that you take part in yourself, you will have come across them at some point. I don't actually know who's involved yet. That's been handled by the Erin Arts Centre. Um, so I will know some of the students, uh, some of the candidates, I'm sure. I sing in the cathedral choir, so I, there may well be people who have entered from there. Um, and I watch the guilds, but I wouldn't say that I would know many of them. So it's, it's very much a question of, of judging on the performance on the day. Mm. And apart from your own wealth of experience, the other adjudicators, of course, also bring their own particular expertise to the table. Yes, that's right. There will be four of us. There's Jane Corkill from the Arts Council. Then there's Christy Dehaven from Manx Radio and Jack Divers. And uh, they are all very experienced in different types of music. So I'm hoping that whatever we're offered on the day will be able to appreciate the qualities of it. And will there be a difference in your approach, perhaps, between the first day when it's the younger age group and from 7 to 12, and then the second day will be 13 to 18? Is there a difference of approach? Are you looking for something slightly different in those categories? We will be looking for challenge, but... Uh, in the older category but I, I do think that if you sing a song beautifully even if it's a very simple song 
if you can put it across well, then that should it should deserve to win, however difficult it is and however challenging for the competitor. My role as, as chief judge, I'm hoping, will only be actually communicating the results to the competitors. Um, I'm hoping that when everybody's done their individual marks, there will be very clear first, second and third places and I won't have to actually do the Shirley Ballas role where I make a decision between one contestant and another and it's all on my shoulders. So that's, that's what I'm hoping will happen. We will also have some uh, sort of spot prizes on the day which is uh, being sponsored by Man in Music and we're hoping to give some vouchers for different students. And we've talked about what we can possibly give them for. I mean, obviously, it's not just a first, with well, first, second, and third prizes anyway, but it might be for uh, a particularly fantastic communication of a piece, even if some of the technicalities of the voice are not quite as good. Um, but I think we're leaving that fairly vague so that we can reward on the day for something unexpected. Angela Stewart, who's chairing the panel of adjudicators for both categories of the Young Singer of Man competition, being held in the Erin Arts Centre this weekend. The junior category for 7 to 12 year olds from 2 o'clock on Saturday the 28th of January and the senior category for 13 to 18 year olds from 2 o'clock on Sunday the 29th. Tickets for each afternoon's competition are £6, but just £2 for under-18s. Roshan Hredju Christi, the Ben Gion en Masit Brisha, the Ena Wujla uns Kildare uns Nieren, the Orish Mren uns Kael Kajrik, Red Valarden Gullelashta de Kinjach. The Brisha Kjantrish Mren as in Cholach, the Crean Tice on Chas Salsha as Koga, as Mren Etrolt as Luchten Tai. Nasanma van Wooslashore, Kurtz Jacks a Heel Christi, as Henkin Venji devate New Brisha. Gerdarawi e Enna me Ben vai Kildare, va Kummel vai Mush Kerheed Blaine, Jaius died, der a Queg he Quegus feed. Va Fos Shachada on, do it derawi a Hunalesh and Vudgen Murra, try Huggy Jesus Risha tail. Va New Brisha inzitek New Perrick. As Henki Devade Maya Enna, Kindak Rishek Hengelis, as the mural in Cantry. Tia Enna, the third Jane and Nuan Patroon Yernach. As Ryan Vlainshaw Mach, be Lel Vrisha, less than a bank and Next Wednesday, the 1st of February, is known in Manx as Lel Brisha, the feast day of Brisha. The importance of New Brisha. St Bride or St Bridget, in the island is shown by not just a northern church dedicated to her, but a parish. There are also seven of the ancient keels which are known to have been dedicated to her. There may have been more, but of which the dedication was forgotten. In Manx tradition, Nubrisha came to the island from Kildare in Ireland to take the veil from the hand of St Mackled to become a Bride of Christ in other words, to become a nun. And tradition says that while here, she also founded the nunnery. An old custom amongst the Manx housewives on the eve of Lailbrisha was to collect fresh green rushes to make a comfortable bed and to leave food and drink out, 
and then to stand at the door to invite Nubricia to come and avail herself of the hospitality, because this was the eve when Nubricia was roaming through the world disguised as a poor old woman. If she came to your house, you'd be blessed for the year. The 1st of February was one of the days when the weather that day was thought to foretell the coming years. How does Higgeskel Grania Stiach, Lalbrija, Higgesnachter, Majig La Bolden? As far as the sunbeam comes in on Bride's Day, the snow will come before May Day. Lalbrija Ben. The Hulya Ye Glen, the Roo, na the Van. Bridget's feast day white, every ditch full of black or white. As to say, if it snows on St. Bride's Day, there'll be a wet or a snowy spring. Mania Nusha Gerum, a la Rija, ni Kenya, Rosh la Parik. If the bird crow on St. Bridget's Day, she'll cry before St. Patrick's Day. William Cashin also describes a belief in a figure called Kaliach Nageshach, the old woman of the spells, or Kaliach Nagromach, the gloomy or sullen old woman, about whom were told by William Cashin and Inanjur Mananach. Every ditch had to be full of rain or snow on St. Bridget's Day, so that the old Kaliag or witch wouldn't gather the brassnags or faggots for firing. If she could lay in a stock of firing on that day, there would be bad weather in the spring. But if she couldn't gather the brass snags, there would be fine weather. Kaliach na Gromach, the gloomy or sulky witch, was said to have been an Irish witch who had been thrown into the sea by the people in Ireland, with the intention of drowning her. However, being a witch, she declined to be drowned and floated easily until she came to the Isle of Man, where she landed on the morning of Lalbrigia. It was a fine bright day, and she set to work to gather brassnecks, sticks, to light a fire, by which she was able to dry herself. The spring that year was a wet one. It's said that every morning of Lalbrigia she still goes out to gather brassnecks to make a fire by which to dry herself, that if it be fine up to noon and she succeeds in doing so, then a wet spring will follow. But if the morning be wet, and she can't get dry, then the spring will be a dry one. As usual, there's a discrepancy between the old and the new calendar here, 
So if this coming Wednesday doesn't give the conditions you'd prefer, you could always see how it looks 11 days after. But the Kalyag was up to her tricks on Lael Brescia, St Bridget's Day, the 1st of February. As Les Shentash in Chitus Jerashachlan here sure. There'll be more from Shachlan next Thursday at 6 with Fiona McArdle. But now from me, Agnish Vohm, Marilyn Crellin, Sledden You. <laughs>